Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Chana, a.k.a. Techno Dad. We've got Joe and Tell, Youth Man, and Aaron from Aaron's Audio Corner. What is up, fellas? What is going on? As you can see, I have... um, Is that attached to you? You're looking at angelic tonight, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you know what? Actually, uh, you look like the wasp from (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp. So Joe's because in the it, it was it was Chana's birthday, so yeah. I had to wear a wild shirt, you know. So this is about this is you know I'm doing about my as best. wild as he is. Yeah, this as, is for as you. Wild can be. For you. Hey, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Happy birthday. I also, I also wore the biggest watch that I have, the biggest watch, and it's and it's also a battery. You know, it's not mechanical. So oh man, in, in memory Let's of see. you. It, Let's see how for you. What is it forty one? Cele- yeah, forty one to celebrate your birthday. I'm I'm busting it Chana style. You know what I mean? Big watch. Boom, big boom, 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 boom. <laughs> big watch. Big and he just shirt, stopped loud there. shirt and a big smile. Ah, a big butt. There. <laughs> What's going on? What's going oh, on? Did you have yeah. a good birthday? Oh, dude, this weekend was. I am so beat from this weekend. It's, mm-hmm. It was crazy. So, um. Yeah, we went to Reno um, on Thursday night, and we stayed till Saturday. Got back here Saturday because I had a wedding yesterday. And man, those Sunday weddings, bro, shoo, they were partying. My goodness. <laughs> uh, excuse me. But um, yeah, my birthday was on Friday. And um, I, I remember backstage, you were talking about write-offs, write-offs. So technically, <laughs> since... You know, my uh, work vehicle is my car. Mm-hmm. I had to get my car serviced. So this was kind of a business maintenance trip. <laughs> there you go. So I don't know, you know. I'll tell you this much. Um, we had a fantastic dinner and uh, spent an obscene amount of money on dinner. So that Oh, was, dude, that how was, was that? That, was... that looked like the craziest, like, it looked delicious. That was oh, steaks. man. All kinds of like different all stuff. kinds of stuff, dude. I had the lobster mac and cheese to go with oh, my yeah. ribeye, um, Brussels sprouts. I know you guys are like, well, yo, what the you know, but I came from yeah. an ethnic family. Like my mom wasn't making my grandma wasn't making like regular food when I was growing up. It was like rice and curry and like mm-hmm. lentil stuff and all this kind of you know, all the stuff, stuff that everybody else wants to eat, right? Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> like I'm like Sasha made uh Brussels sprouts for me, like I don't know. A long time ago, like I'm like, what are these? It's like what little are... baby cabbages that just <laughs> fit in your mouth. This is great. I love these things. I like yeah. so she's like Brussels sprouts, really? I'm like, yeah, I want the Brussels sprouts, the lobster mac and cheese. And then she had like two pounds of the king crab legs and then uh lobster tail. It looked delicious, man. Oh, and that bottle of wine. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. But yeah, spent an obscene amount of money on on dinner. And the funny part, you know. And now I'm not going to say like gambling is for everyone, but like it is for Chana. <laughs> we, we, we like to we like to go and uh, and, uh, you know, play on the crap, play the craps table and stuff like that. And. Uh, like a few hours after dinner, I was just like, man, we put put a pretty big dent in that uh, in that bank account right there yeah, uh, yeah. for dinner. Yeah. 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 Won well, the money back a few hours later. Hope you had a good time. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Sasha went, Sasha did like, I only got to like eight rolls. Sasha got onto like an 18 roll heater. But then there was this other guy on the other end of the table, 39 rolls. Uh, 
I was making like $60, $70 every roll. This guy just kept throwing them. You and our whole hey, like Aaron, you gamble or no? No. No. I mean, I, I guess I'm not against it. I just there's nothing to gamble with here. So <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, we I'm don't just saying like any I just like work lottery. Hard, yeah. I don't want to oh, I don't want to part with it. You don't want to part yeah. with it. Well, I don't find it that fun. Like, I don't know. I just don't like losing money, I guess. Yeah, we don't have casinos in Alabama. So Well, I'm sure you've been to Vegas, right? I've been once, yeah, uh -huh. and I, I I was in college still. I think I had like eighty bucks, so <laughs> it probably didn't last me long at all. Oh, yeah, like one. I do remember my wife. We were dating at the time, and um, she was not. Well, how old do you have to be? Twenty one to gamble. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So she wasn't twenty one, um, and they escorted her off the floor. They made her leave. <laughs> oh, oh okay. yeah, what, what does Michael got here? You get, you gonna show something? I don't, I don't know if it'll show. Oh, there we go. Oh, let's Maybe. see. Here, I got you here. <laughs> there it is. There oh, yeah. He's hey. chewing gum. I was chewing gum, yeah. So, it so that's... it kind of looked like you were taking a crap. Yeah, he looked like <laughs> playing craps or taking a crap. He's like, is he winking? Is that like a half wink? What is going on? Yeah. I, he was. You know, he was they, they don't fun, allow man. you to like take pictures, so I had to like do it real quick, and then it was oh, like, whatever. You know, they don't cool. like because they think you're gonna like cheat by taking. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, yeah, like you're calling or texting somebody at the other table. Like, you know, like you've seen yeah. Casino, the movie, right? They're always like, um, but uh. Yeah, we took uh we turned two hundred dollars into eleven hundred dollars in about four hours. And um man, I was getting loose. You know, all this money kept coming in, like <laughs> like meaning um I was getting more confident in my bets. And since I was turning forty-four, there's a yeah, bet on the table for, for a hard eight, right? A hard eight is a forty-four on the on the dice, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, let's see, you're four, four and four. four. Boom. Boom. So I had like $50 on that thing at one point, which is like, if it paid out, it would have been like, I don't know, like $800 mm -hmm. just in the one roll, but it never did. So we were kind of like forcing that. So we would have <laughs> walked away uh, from the table with more had we not been so, you know, loose yeah. with it. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fun. And I don't, I was ready to lose the money. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't look at gambling as if I'm, I'm going to win. I mm. look at it as entertainment. Well, so you got it the for, right way. Yeah. Right. So I was going to be like, if I lost it $200 or we, because Sasha and I were, you know, uh, if we lost that 200 bucks, whatever. Yeah. We spent yeah. four hours having fun, getting a bunch yeah. of free drinks, you know, whatever. Um, it is. But ended up winning $900. So, yeah. Covered dinner, which yeah. was awesome. So, yeah. I, I have a, um, what you, what you call it? I was going to say real quick before I tell my story. Shout out to anybody, everybody in the chat yeah. here. I see you guys. And I know some people have questions. I want to make sure to get Ooh. to those. Uh, but yeah, what's up to all you folks? Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I have this X sixty seven hundred H. Oh, set it up today. Yeah, I was waiting for actually um, the license for Multi QX so I can calibrate it. You know, nice. no use setting it up and then having to not have any auto calibration or not auto calibration. Any room EQ. I'm not going to use. I mean, you can just use Odyssey. my account, right? You just got to sign into my account and download it, right? And you just use the yeah, same thing. Yeah. You don't have to pay the 200 bucks. I guess. I guess. But yeah, it's set up now. Sweet. So, I mean, I, hey, let, what kind, honest, what kind of I, setup did you do? I don't, you... I don't personally pay for those. I mean, you know, I know I say, you got hey, that for free anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to test something out for you guys or something, you know? Yeah. So, you're going to do the 13 channel at yeah. most? Well, I, here's what I think. Channel Oro. What here's what I think I can do. Let me know if I'm I if I cannot. But I'm thinking of having a separate 
Oro setup and a dedicated Atmos setup. Ooh. So like, not dead, you know, not perfectly set up for Atmos, but uh, I was gonna do front and rear heights, mm-hmm. which will work with Atmos. Yes. So uh, that would be. Um, but let me just say this: the rear heights I would set up through the speaker output, right? Using the built-in amps. Mm-hmm. That would be one of the presets. And then I can change over to dedicated preamp mode. And then I'm thinking of having side uh, or surround heights, which is what you're supposed to have for Oro. Right. You know, the ideal setup. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I would just pre- uh, set preset two to dedicated preamp mode. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Does it yeah. sound, sound like mm-hmm. something I could do? No? I think so. Anyway, I just thought it might be cool because then you have, you know, Two the optimal setups. speaker yeah. placement for the different types of yeah um, immersive formats so, is you want to do. I'll give you an update as far as how much better it is to have surround heights versus uh, rear heights for Oro. Cool. What yeah, about so are I, you are you are you going to try front wides at some point? Mm, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I could. <laughs> I guess I could. I could. Um, but yeah. I'll I'll get back to you and see how they go. I'm gonna definitely do center height. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, that's what's new. How about you guys? What's that's new? What's mm-hmm. I just unboxed. I'm halfway unboxing the um, uh, audio advice sent me the Heiko 1000 oh. auras. Mm-hmm. So auroras, I guess not auras. Mm-hmm. Um, they're different, like quite different, man. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't heard them yet, but just the style of them is pretty cool. It's definitely. Um, it's weird because there's a white gloss on the top and sides. I'm sorry, on the top and front, but then on the sides is a like a light wooden color. Mm-hmm. So that's the color yeah. scheme I have. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of different, man. It's pretty cool. Well, I like so, you know what? You're still excited, mm-hmm. even though you get to review all these different speakers. Yeah, yeah. You can easily hear get burnt like. out and be like, oh, not another pair. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah. you look like you're still like, yeah. About I it. want, I want to see. Well. The interesting thing is, number one, it's a German company. Never heard of them. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I didn't even know what Heiko was. Uh-huh. Um, and so hearing a brand new speaker, to me, that's exciting. Um, they've got a different technology, especially in the tweeter, which is pretty interesting. Apparently, it's it's almost like multiple horns, even though it's not a horn. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. So I'm, I'm intrigued. So put it that way. I'm intrigued. So I want to see what they and they're pretty affordable. They're like what eight hundred bucks a piece. So you're talking sixteen hundred bucks for a pair. So it's not crazy expensive, but it's not super cheap either. Um, but definitely affordable if somebody saved up for them. So mm-hmm. I'm using I'm them in my living room actually. Aurora, mm-hmm. what one? You have this a thousand. I have the right? one thousand. Yeah, you okay, have, have what the seven hundreds. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So these have dual eights, um, one inch. Uh, Tweeter, mm-hmm. and I think a six and a half inch mid range three way tweeter or three way crossover. What, what would that compete with as far as like uh, from Klipsch's line? Because they're same parent company, right? Um, probably eight thousand RP or whatever. Yeah, I would think. I mean, it's as far as like price wise, that's going to be like your reference premiere. Okay. Um, right. because like the RF seven threes, they're a lot more expensive, and then the reference is going to be a lot cheaper. Okay. So. Um, okay. I would think, but as far as how they sound, I have no idea. I'm excited to hear um, what you yeah. what you think. Certain things on it, though, you can tell is a little cheap. Like the, it's cool that they have um, kind of like a base for the bottom, 
Yeah, I mean, I know what you're gonna say. but the, they're, the, pla- they're plastic. I'm like, <laughs> the, okay. what are those called? Uh, it's kind of lame. Like, it's, like it's feet out, outriggers or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it holds the little spikes. You know, yeah, yeah. They, the, I, these I noticed base, that too. They're the base plate screws into the bottom, but it's plastic. Yeah, and then the spikes are are a cool touch. But there's a big difference between like those spikes and the spikes that oh, I received yeah. from like, the Sonus Faber. I was like, <laughs> this is not the same level, man. So, You're like, do I trust this plastic to hold this over? <laughs> it's pretty thick and there's definitely a lot of ridges on it. Yeah, I don't know if it's a plinth because it's like two little platforms. So, I mean, the clips, uh, what was it? I think the RF73, they have a plinth. It's like an angled plinth. Maybe, I guess. All right. Some people are saying that's called a plinth. So Lint, I yes. think it's they're called outriggers. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. Yeah, I've heard both. I thought it was called like the plant jack, to me is the base up, of it, and then the outriggers would be like the feet that extend out from it. Like yes. So this, know, is like kind, this is kind of speakers. I got I got the feet. I got the isn't feet the, that you're talking about. I was looking for like the the let me base pull it up the here. turntable. Um, yes, that's a turntable turn. Yeah, let me let me pull let me pull uh, it up here. Hey, chill out. Right, let me pull this up here for you guys. Aurora 1000. I'll okay. show you. And then you guys can tell me if you think this is a plinth or It'll probably say on the site, no? Else. Not sure. All right. So here they are. So I've got the white version here. And then if I zoom in, you're going to let me zoom in? Okay. There you go. So this bottom part right here is actually two pieces. So if I can find another photo. Yeah, that one kind of shows, but there's two pieces down there. There's one piece of plastic that screws into the base, and then you've got these little. Um, here we go. Let me kind of zoom in. Can y'all see that? Okay, decently. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, yeah a little, those it's to me little, are outriggers. I'm gonna do yeah, all that. Yeah. Right. But either way, we know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. So that's kind of what they are. But here we go. Oh shoot. I Here, I wanted to show you guys something. So Here these are the feet that Michael are talk- is talking about. So here are some... What are these from? I'm not sure, but see if you can hear this. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so these are metal feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, see ya. And then these are the ones from the, uh, the Heiko. Right? Little... Let's see. They look metal. So yours yeah, are a little bit different, though, Joe. They just those look. They feel like very lightweight, like aluminum. So Joe, those, Joe, those look like just the tips. Did you yeah, get the whole the piece? Yeah, they're in there somewhere. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, but they're definitely they're not like super heavy. They're kind of lightweight. Yeah, they feel like so. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like I don't know. Yeah, Chris Wyndham says can, aluminum. You can feel where there's yeah. a difference between that and then like. A bag of the other ones, you're like, oh. Like I said, the um, like I specifically remember reviewing the Sonus Faber. I mean, they come in a separate case. I mean, they're all nice (laughs) and laid out, and you pick them up, and it's like they're five pounds a piece, kind of thing. (laughs) You know, they're like they got some weight to them. So these are definitely a little bit different, but they look nice. So, um, and I guess they come with rubber feet, which are already installed on there Mm -hmm. because these were a. Um, they were sent to me from a previous reviewer. So the rubber feet are on the bottom. You can also do the, um, uh, I guess, the spikes. And then you can al- also use the plate, you know, to put the spikes on in case you got like hardwood floors. 
So were they awkward to get out of the box, Joe? I'm trying to remember. Were they awkward? So the weird I know thing, I do the trick that you do, like upside down type of deal. No, yeah, doesn't work. That with not these. Upside down. No, because <laughs> yeah, the hard dude. part. With, where you the hard part the, with these, where you lift the box out off the screen, bro. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are wow. you even talking? Well, about, don't tell bro. me you don't. You you reach in and grab the subwoofer. And That's what. Yeah, like dude. That. No, you, you lift with your back or what? I like flip eight. it over. Yeah. Smack it up, flip it, okay. and rub, rub it, down. it down. Oh no! <laughs> Mike got it this time. I know that one. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I used to love that man. Was that BBD? Yes. W Devo. ABC BBD. East Coast family. There you go. Never uh, skip the beat. Another bad uh, creation. Wakum um, and Tyler Street. What does that even mean? I thought he said Wakulin on something street. I thought he said Waku, like his buddy's name is Waku. Waku, no, Mentalist Street. No, Wakulin. Wakulin on South Street. There you go. Wakulin on South Street. That's right. So yeah. What's funny, go. though, is think of how many songs we mess up. Oh, I've actually <laughs> I've actually made a video about that once. It's an old one, so I've taken Hilarious. it down, and I've been thinking about redoing it. I don't I know if you guys hilarious. remember this. A long time ago, there was a commercial, and I honestly, I can't remember what it was for. But it was a husband and wife couple, and I, I think they were at a drive-thru, mm -hmm. and Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard was on the radio. Right. And the guy was singing along with it. He says, Pour Some Shook Up Roman. And then the wife, like, I think she turns the radio down, and she's like, Shook Up Roman? And he's like, yeah, that's what they're saying, or something like that. You know. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to find that commercial since then, and I can't, but that's just stuck with oh, it. Oh, it's a commercial. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. Hilarious. I can't remember what it's from, it's, though. I don't know who puts the old commercials up or how, like, they must have oh, recorded yeah. on VHS. Right. But I love it when you go look up an old commercial because like I'm sure that they don't play them anymore. Right. Like I, I was trying to show my kids like, what was it? I think Hungry Hippo. You mean the Def Leppard? Hungry, hungry you mean hippo. the Def Leppard T-Mobile oh. commercial? <laughs> when you search you, YouTube, pour some yeah. sugar on me commercial. And yeah, it's the you first found one. it right now. You found it. I mean, <laughs> I mean found, just, just saying, follow Aaron. your nose. Just do the Google thing. What? No, just it's not team. Is it T-Mobile? That's what it says. It says it was made 13 years ago. Oh. Pour some sugar on me commercial. And it says Def Leppard T-Mobile commercial. 13, 13 years ramen. ago. That's it. Yeah, That's that it. is it. Pour Mike's some sugar a genius, man. You have a genius. I need y'all to be quiet now. I got to listen to this. Let's not, let's not get crazy, but like... um. Oh, that's hilarious. You don't know how to Google stuff, Aaron? What's mm -hmm. what's oh, you oh, know what? Is that Ashley Judd? Where's the... um? It looks like Ashley. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Aaron, I need to send you um uh -oh. a link. Who remembers the commercial where the, I don't know what it was for, but this guy's like, it smells like a petunia. Petunia. Who, like, who, what was it? Smells that? like a petunia. Yeah, yeah. Re what was, was it, that? What was it? Recola. No, that wasn't recola. I don't know. If anybody like knows. Like a breath mint or something. Oh, you just Google that like one. But I actually have, I think. Smells like a petunia commercial. Yeah, yeah, you're boomers. Breath savers. <laughs> Breath savers, yeah? Yeah. Smell like a petunia. Petunia. How about, how, about, how about this one where this lady, I think she, like, didn't have her glasses on, and she's like, here, kitty, come on in. And it was like a raccoon coming in. Oh, I've seen that. That's recent, isn't it? Okay. I, guess I think I've recent. seen that somewhat recently. All right. Just talking yeah. about old commercials. So there's a, uh, I, I'm sure none of you guys know it, but there's a, my wife and I were just talking about it recently, a song by Faith Hill. It's called... Uh, but she's a wild one and she's like she's a woman child in a state of grace but mm -hmm. when i was growing up like woman child wouldn't have made sense to me so i thought it was walmart child 
I was saying it like that until I was an adult. And then I was like, hold on. They must be saying something else. Oh, man. Old Misheard guy. lyrics. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Aaron, I know that you have some, I think, uh, is is Yamo your official like favorite speaker brand it's, now? Yes. Or? Yeah. And it's Jamo. You're saying it wrong. Jamo? No, wait. Are you serious? Isn't it no. Jamo? It's, it's Jamo. It's Jamo. Okay, Yamo, Yamo, man. I don't know what it is anymore. I remember my first video, I pronounced it Yamo, and everybody's like, it's not Yamo, it's Jamo. So I said it Jamo. In this video, yeah. everybody's like, you're saying it's it wrong. Yamo. I'm like, I can't. I, I don't care I don't anymore. Know. It's a bad speaker regardless of how you say it. Yeah. Man. So man. I was in, that's similar when I was in, um, I think I was in Wisconsin, and I mentioned a name of a city, or maybe it was even a state, and then I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if that's right. And somebody mentioned it in the comments and no lie, two different like groups of people that live in the same area. One are like dead hard. It's this. And the other one's like, no, it's this. I wish I could remember what it was called, but it was, it was crazy. It's like, they don't even know like a regional thing. Yeah. It was like, no, 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 that is. Oh, I think it was Illinois. Is it Illinois or is it Illinois? I think it Illinois. was that. That's what I'm saying. I'm, but it, it was Illinois. something like, yeah, yeah, it was something like that. But there was somebody that commented, like, no, it's this. And like half the people said, yeah, he's right. It yep. is that. And I went, so I made a second video. I'm like, hey, apparently I pronounced that wrong. My apologies. And then everybody was like, dude, you seriously got trolled or something because it has never been said that way. <laughs> and I was like, so then I'm like <laughs> Googling it. And apparently it's, it just depends on where you live, like what side oh. of the tracks you live on. Got determines it. how you all right kenny you, uh, <laughs> that was wild man all right you know what, a, uh, okay go ahead we, we were um um when we we're in san diego and staying over there at the harbor and we're i'm djing over in ocean beach and we're kind of like looking or driving around and i'm like are we on the wrong side of the tracks babe and she's like Probably. why i'm like um because there's a massage parlor over there. There's a strip club over there. Like, she's like, I think we are. I think we are. <laughs> and uh, Brandon tracks. Yeah. And like we went to uh, Brandon's uh, wife's birthday. <laughs> Brandon be the installer. Mm -hmm. And she was we were actually talking about it, and she's like, she's like, well, Ocean Beach is kind of like this weird armpit, and, like a bunch of different things like connect there. And it's just a, a weird, weird spot. So I don't know. Well, you know I, how it is here in, in California. Typically, if you're going, if you go to a nice city, right next to it is a pretty bad city. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like USC sounds like a cool place. Like, oh, that's oh yeah, want to go. But that's in South Central. Like, you <laughs> don't really want to chill there. Yeah. So oh. usually, that's like Beverly Hills is cool, and then the next city over is kind of not that. Great. Not that cool. You know what I mean? It's kind of how it yeah, goes. That's true. Yeah, that's we got true. places in Tampa. They're like, they, we just always were told in high school, like, look, don't ever go to College Hill, like ever. No, you get, make a U-turn in the middle of the road, whatever you got to do. If you hit that road, you better turn around and go back the opposite way because you've got to get shot. So, yeah, uh, you just they're never probably know, all, if they see you, they're probably all scared. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, that's youth, man. Straight the up. Cops are, the cops are here. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw the, my gangster sign and they're like, uh, like what is that? The thumbs up. Yeah. Like, What's up, like, fellas? Here comes the Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right we got some starred comments we got yes, any yeah, any yeah. audio uh, related things I mean, yeah kind of uh, boxcar p asks fiber hdmi cable uh with them being di <laughs> but being directional can they do arc e arc it's hmm. a good question i always know that 
mm. HDMI cables that have arc have to have uh, Ethernet. So I don't know if these fiber optic cables have Ethernet. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a fiber optic cable, but I'm not using eARC because I'm using a projector. So I don't know. That is a good question. And, and, you and that's me with the that thing. One. I don't know. Like uh, majority of the time, you get a fiber cable because you're doing a 30 foot, 50 mm -hmm. foot, and that's what know. I've got. Correct. Right. So then, so like, so usually a, that's not with right. a TV. Usually Correct. your TV's close Correct. to your. So that may be a non-issue. I don't even know. Uh, let me. Yeah, look that's up. interesting. What is it? Rui yeah, Pro I haven't even thought fiber. of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see. But again, like in in your setup, Joe, if you connect it to a TV, where's your AVR going to be? Usually, it's pretty close to the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually, this is probably for a projector setup. Correct. Right? And that's the way I've got mine. I've you got know, it says eARC on here. It Does says eARC. Oh, yeah. Is it directional? Forty foot. Yeah, the, yeah. See, like display and source. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it says eARC, so mm -hmm. I would imagine it works. So um, maybe, hmm. maybe the HDMI part is directional, and maybe the audio portion that maybe it's using Ethernet is non-directional. Mm -hmm. Now, the, here's the question: yeah. What makes it directional? Well, because I know, know that these really are like you know, they yeah. have speaker cables that are directional. Like, why would yeah. that matter? Right. But for these, yeah. I think there is like an arrow, and you're supposed to use it a certain That's way. Correct. I'm not sure. Yeah, because exactly it comes with a battery. Right. So you mm. can plug it so in at the boosting. source with like this uh, USB like battery thing. So these you, do? Yeah. Yeah. So like I had because I got two. They sent me two of them. Right? Oh, wow. A 50 foot and a 30 foot. And they have a little battery in there. So you plug that into the part where your source is, whether uh, it's a. Is there a, an image on there? Oh. So it's boosting the signal. Yes. Going out there. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to. You don't need to boost the speaker signal. <laughs> I mean, no. that's what the amplifier does, right? Right. It's weird. Like mine is mine's active, but it doesn't have any kind of battery or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't use the battery. I still don't. I still haven't used it. But mm -hmm. I mean, it's there. I don't. That's interesting. I've never had to use it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it says eARC, so mm -hmm. HDMI, uh, 8K dynamic HDR, ARC eARC VRR ALM quick frame transport. Oh, this is an old one. Grossman says it provides the five volt source and some HDMI. Still don't provide enough power. Mm, okay. There it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it has a um, Ethernet in there as well. I don't know. No clue. Too many wires for me. Here, yeah. Ethernet channel, right here. So there, yeah, there it is. That's all. Cool. You got it. So there if it you want to, you want to run a a sound system in a different room from your TV. Totally can. Uh, ER will work. That's the right answer too, because when people always ask, you know. They ask you, and a lot of people, like, when they don't know, they just kind of make something up. No, sir, The man. correct answer Let's is, I don't know. Let me find out. Yeah. Let's Give take a look. And if we don't know about? now, then yeah. I'll find. I'll do some research. Yeah, Or you do some research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Rockhurst asks, anyone own a Fire Stick TV uh, 4K and 4K Max? Is there any benefit upgrading to a Max? And uh, over the 4K one, does it give Atmos on more shows? And I believe we've been we've been chatting about it. And I think um, Reverend Reverend Slim said that he has both. And the 4K Max, the only difference is Atmos support in Netflix. Prime is Atmos on both. That seems a bit odd. And then the other main thing is Wi-Fi 6 on the Max. Uh, of course, if you want to take advantage of the Wi-Fi 6, you need to have Wi-Fi 6 router and all that kind of nonsense. So um, that's kind of strange, don't you think? Hmm. Like yeah, one device is. will have Atmos on an app as opposed to the 
very similar device that has the same app and no Atmos. Kind of yeah, weird. That is weird. I know. I know that Netflix requires some kind of like something certification. That's why yeah. a lot of like the inexpensive projectors, you know, it doesn't have Netflix because it doesn't mm -hmm. have this particular chip mm -hmm. to to work with Netflix natively. But but I don't know why it wouldn't. Uh, do the Atmos. That's the first first time I've ever heard of that. Uh, here's here's Reverend Slim. It's because the 4K Max uses a newer version of Android, and Netflix won't update on the older version. Uh, it's it's not a hardware limitation. Yeah, okay. it's just they don't want to. Yeah, they want you to spend the extra thirty forty dollars. It's forty dollars on sale, I think, right now. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, Chris Windham Crunch Brussels sprouts with bacon. That's exactly. What Sasha made for me, and so maybe I like Brussels sprouts because the first time I had it, there was bacon all over it. Who knows? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why wouldn't anyone like this stuff? Uh, Mosin says, "Hey guys, if you remember, I asked for SVS sub. I am with the. He looks like he picked up a PB three thousand. Uh -huh. The whole system is much better. Not great. Not great. Not, is this is this a not joke? Not so much better. Not 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 not. <laughs> no. Great uh, add to my home theater. Well, he's saying thanks, so I was probably okay. gonna be a time right. Well, I but, mean, uh, no problem. How could it not be better, right? Yeah, right. Come on. Uh, would you all say that your audio video journey has reached a destination? Are you or are you continuing changing your setups? I'm actually gonna mm -hmm. make a video on that. Literally. So Mike I'm... can't not tell you anything right now. <laughs> That's he right. will not tell you. I don't care. Video. I don't. I don't bro. care. No. No, I don't kidding. know, man. I'm kidding. changing mine. I just got yeah. the, you know, I think it's Tana sent me out this AVR. I'm changing. I think it's always a journey, dude, 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 you Trying just made me things. sound like some sort of manufacturer. Tana sent me out this AVR. I got to check it out. <laughs> well, I got to, <laughs> hey, hey, I got to uh, disclose, you know what I mean? My sponsors. <laughs> so my sponsor, Techno Dad, has sent me the. <laughs> sent me the shirt. Sent you the swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're wearing a TD. He did, not, he did not review this prior, and I'm able to say whatever I would want. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. you know what? I don't believe uh, speaking it. of somebody who hasn't changed up their system in a while. Wow. Aaron. Aaron in the bottom, bottom he's right like, corner. He's totally looked away from the camera. Is it totally like looked away. Is this no just because you're super happy with your system already? Or you just don't want to like you're just you're good. Because of it? time. It's kind of a combination. Like I don't have a reason to change anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Like and if I did, it would take a significant amount of time for me to go through and change everything full scale. Yeah. I mean, you oh. actually have to use it too to to want to change it. Are, are you? Cheers are, to that. <laughs> are you one of those Here, guys? Let me see if I can just drink like, with one finger on my cup real fast. <laughs> are you one of those guys who like has to have everything like really perfect? Ooh, like, funny. if you're gonna change oh. it, like I'm gonna make it really good. Or? Um, I mean, I think if I was gonna go through the trouble, because mine's all like built in. So I think mm -hmm. if I was gonna go through the trouble of doing it, then I would want to do it right. But like when I was in car audio, I was always messing with stuff. Like mm -hmm. I had a new system probably once every six months, like always changing stuff out, playing around with stuff. But my home theater it's pretty typical with home theater, though. I mean, I mean, with a car audio, it is. Car yeah. audios are always changing, man. You got to, man. You got to play around with stuff. Hey, you but know, like uh, with home stuff, it's just kind of like, you know, if you get a system you're happy with, you don't necessarily need to change. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect that. I'm yeah, not, actually, I, I, I'm not it, chasing anything, but I'm always open to trying different things. You actually, know? it makes me wonder how good your system actually is. I'm like, if he hasn't even changed it, his thing must sound awesome. It must be know. just dialed in it, so crazy. It's all right. You don't even remember last time he listened to it. I can't tell you, man. What's I, funny, I, though, like, I don't think I could ever 
be done with this stuff because mm -hmm. I'm always curious about other things. But sure. that's like, you know, being a reviewer, it affords me that luxury of being able to hear different things. But if I right. weren't reviewing and didn't have stuff coming in all the time, I don't know. I don't know if I would just stop. I feel like I'm kind of biased, I guess, by that or, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mm. I, I, so when you when you listen to your the speakers that come in, do you take them into your theater room? Do you hook them up in your living room? Both. Where you listen to? Yeah, both. I do both. Just kind of get a good idea of, mm -hmm. um, you know, because ideally like a good speaker will sound good in multiple rooms. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, it's kind of like a way to sanity check. Like, it yeah. doesn't sound great here. Let's see what it sounds like at this room. Oh, it kind of sounds all right. Well, why is that? And the data will kind of say, yeah, there's mm. something going on in this area, you know, like with yeah. the crossover or something. But mm -hmm. anyway. all right, Chana, what were you trying to say? Yeah. I kept cutting you off. I'm, I, no worries. Um, I am, um, I have some speakers to review, but I'm actually not really wanting to move my speakers because they sound great and everything's yeah. working and. Which one? Not which that ones do you have to move? The focals, my main speakers. Are you gonna tape them off? You can do that. Then, like I was what on tape. the carpet. Oh no, the puppies are just gonna get to it and just rip <laughs> that shit up. Like it's just you know. It doesn't matter that much, dude. You know, I made the mistake of I, I I have I already shot the footage of my little gaming chair, the little foldable gaming chair thing. Yeah. And I haven't actually used it recently because I left it out um, overnight. Like it's all set up in front of the 83 inch OLED, which dude playing a racing game on that's awesome. Um, I come outside, damn puppy chewed through the damn power cable what? on the steer for the steering wheel. So now, so I haven't used wow. it for a while. Dude. And I'm like, damn it. Time to get rid of that dog. Hey, isn't that gonna be really kind of dangerous? Like if they chew on like a you know, a it live... wasn't plugged in, yeah. It wasn't I'm just saying, in. but yeah, well that on. that's why I have I have uh doggy fences on uh. either side of the I mean, she chewed up that expensive uh, Kimber cable like months ago. Thank goodness. Uh, I was she able she to... only goes for the expensive, the, the high-end cable. She doesn't. I the, know. The other she, one. Well, she, she is. Her name is Fancy. Yeah. So, you know. Not good enough for her. Fancy. Fancy. Um, let's see. I think. JMB uh, uh, Gator says, oh, hey, guys, been thinking between awesome. either an Arcam and Anthem. AVR processor, primary decision between Arc, excuse me, or Dirac. Mm. I like the features of the Anthem, but also the DAC of the Arcam. Any recommendations? Opinions, opinions. Michael, I think you have a. I mean, you've tested some of these things, right? So I've had I've had ARC a long time ago. I had the um, MRX eleven twenty. I think mm -hmm. it was the model. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, and then I the only. Direct live I had I think was the HTP one from Monolith. Mm. Um, I think Arc is a little bit easier to set up. Dirac, a little bit more um, like a learning curve, but you get a lot more flexibility out of Dirac. Um, so really, I think it part of it comes down to is what type of use case, like what kind of consumer are you? Are you the one that just wants to? kind of say hey do your thing and maybe make a couple little tweaks and you're you know set it forget it kind of thing or are you kind of like the joe that wants to dive in dig deep really tweak it take some more measurements do this do that to me i think Dirac live would be um much more suited for that um what do you guys think well you is that a, is that a fair assessment there's this thing called uh uh, M wave. No, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but yeah, they did this cool. like little shootout kind of yeah. where they tested out these the different. Uh... So here's the sad truth to that: I never got into that room. Oh man! <laughs> Literally, I was 
I, yeah, I was. I mean, when you run the event, you don't get to be a part of the event. That's what's. Didn't I tell you? Uh, make sure you have fun. Well, uh, you had fun. I right? did. I did, okay. but I just didn't get a chance to see, um, the. That uh, was in, I, I, in one, the, Yeah, yeah. In one room, we had different. Um, you know, we had Direct Live, we had Odyssey, we had, um, ARC, we had, uh, Room Perfect. Mm -hmm. What was the consensus were, though? on that see, like see again yeah. i only talked to maybe two people and the two people that i heard you know they heard that they heard differences no doubt mm -hmm. um but i don't think that there was like a consensus that said this was awesome this was okay this kind of stunk mm -hmm. this didn't do as well you um put this whole test together and you didn't tally mm -hmm. it up yeah because it's and not all the so it's, I mean, well, Ryan is making a, cause I even asked him today, I said, Hey, have you done like any kind of write up? He said, I've, I've been working on it, but he does a long lengthy write up. Um, but he was a part yeah. of each one of those things. So, okay. Right. Oh, oh I'm very curious. I want to know mm -hmm. the results and yeah. because there's no results, I'm just going to go with what, what, uh, Croson says here. And he said, direct sounded the best. So yeah, when cool. there's no consensus, I just yeah. go for what Paul Carson, says. whatever Paul says. He's yes. he's the man. <laughs> Paul, did you get your whiskey from Richana? No, I haven't shipped it yet. Ah, uh, see, Paul, I got your back, bro. I'm I was, to I was, uh, there's there's sure. a whole lot going on. I, I'm actually planning a trip to the shipping places tomorrow. So there you go. Hopefully, I can get it. I don't know what to pack it in though. Aaron, hopefully. Aaron was trying to get to the shipping place, but somebody wouldn't respond to him. So bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are other questions here? Any? I had one, but I answered it. In the oh, chat. Uh, some, uh, I, I have not yet, uh, slapped the RCAM into the rack, so I can't tell you, uh, precisely what the bugs are, but Don says that their RCAM has a lot of bugs. Junior OG says, yep. Um, uh, and, um, I, if Tim is here, he can, um, you know, attest to, to something. To like he has... Yeah. yeah and uh, I heard from some people like, after like they released the new AVRs, like a six months went by, and then they updated it, and then it's fine. Which one so, has I oral? Which one has hmm? oral? The um, Arcam has oral. Okay, All right. yeah. If that's but important does... to you, yeah. If not, yeah. Okay. Oro, what's that? <clears throat> it's that thing that know. glows around you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I think I've got one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Sweet. you know, we can see it actually. Is that similar to the parasite? That's my head. That's my head. <laughs> this is shining. I said it before mm. you could. I got you, Michael. I heard that. That was a good. Anybody one. happen to know Chana's address by any chance? <laughs> yeah, put it up on the screen right here. Okay, yeah. cool. Go ahead and let's see. PO Box eight three seven six. Mammoth like, Go ahead. Right. No, that's my address. You like? You want to roll up? Do, Come on, then. We don't do uh, general. We don't do general delivery here, so everything goes to the post office. I got yeah. to go pick it up. Anyway, uh, all right, here we go. Currently looking to get a new home and was thinking of going in wall. Do y'all have any recommendations or some solid in wall speakers? Yeah, well, you know me. I'm a shill for mono uh, mono price or monolith, supposedly. That makes sense. But you know what? I don't know. I've never tried them. But and, uh, Ike budget. has them. He's, Ike over here, uh, Easy HT Tech, he's like, he got some of those, what is it, monolith, THX, something, something, in walls. He's like, man, these sound amazing. And I haven't even done any of the room correction on them. So that's all I got. Aaron, you've done a bunch of in-wall testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say Revel, Kef, uh, and Monoprice are probably the ones that I've seen evidence of. They're probably the better ones. So you've reviewed the ones that... Um, that no, I, I haven't reviewed them myself, but I've, I've seen the data mm. for them. 
So uh, maybe not the exact same ones that Ike has, but mm-hmm. other mono price monolith ones. So they look reasonable to me. Okay. Yeah. But um yeah, I think Kef and Revel are probably the two that I would easily uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like not have as much trouble recommending. Recommend. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what I mean. Like blindly recommend. You know, like some brands, oh. you can say this and then you find out like they've got another model that's just terrible because they don't we've talked mm. about this. They don't always right, right, right. scale in the same fashion. Sure. Mm. So but I well, think their in walls are probably all okay. Well, also you've said it before that you prefer a decent in wall to most on walls because I think that's the question yeah. also. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I would go with in wall before I would go with on wall personally. Mm-hmm. And that's because because on walls sound bad. <laughs> Just in general, that's it. Because they have well, a big mid range dip, like a big mid range suck out, and you can't do anything about it. Just because it's proximity effect right like it's the distance off the wall to the back of the wall so that mm. creates a cancellation and usually that creates a big null like in the mid-range so like anywhere from maybe 200 hertz to 600 hertz give or take just depending on the thickness of the speaker does it matter where you're at that you have to be like off axis or it's going to cancel no, it's, it's going to cancel because it's you know that distance isn't big enough to stay larger or smaller i guess than the relative distance that you are to the speaker so it, it basically stays like, you know, if it's eight inches thick or if it's four inches off the wall, it's not mm-hmm. really going to matter if you're 10 feet away. That Those few extra inches aren't going to make much of a difference. So it's just going to shift that frequency where that dip comes into play. Mm. Okay. And there's no speaker that can undo that. There's no design tricks. To I've not around seen that. any. I mean, they could. I guess they could uh, just design for a boost in that area if they wanted to. Because I've seen some of the you know the monolith but, stuff that I've reviewed, yeah. I I always keep in mind like what you're saying, right? Like I know there's supposed to be some issue here, but I'm like, it almost measures better when it's on the wall. So I'm like, did you? Yeah, like know if that they don't go there. If they then... don't use like baffle step compensation, that could help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you're still gonna have that dip. It's just that dip is gonna be dependent upon like the distance from the front of the speaker to the back of that wall versus that wall and the speaker to you. Okay. So it's a path length difference, which you can right. figure that out. I mean, you could use some math to figure that out, but yeah, I think the worst thing you could do is take a regular bookshelf speaker and put it right on the wall. If you don't know that it was designed with that in mind, because some speakers are designed with that in mind. Mm. So it's a, it's a real, like it depends. So that's why I say like, I would probably default back to getting a good in wall but I've tested a few in walls that are terrible. Focal, they've got like a three thousand dollar one that's not good. It's very resonant, very boomy. B and W was the same way. Martin Logan was the same way. So some designs are just not good. Now that doesn't mean that all of their other ones are going to be not good. Bad, but the ones you tried. But the ones I tried were, and from what I've seen from Revel, because I've tested a number of those. Uh, Kef, I've seen the data for the ones that I haven't tested. Those all seem good. So mm-hmm. I could confidently recommend those and feel like you're probably going to be okay. But with the yeah. others, I don't know. Is there anything visually similar with the ones that measured good versus bad? Or are they all over the place? Like you can't tell. You have no looking. idea, man. You have no mm-hmm. idea. And actually, the ones that have the boxes built into them, ironically, are the ones that seem to do the worst. Because oh, the, the back the, boxes? Yeah, because the enclosure is too small. Too shallow, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it creates like a strong... Like if you ever built a subwoofer enclosure, you know that if you make the subwoofer enclosure too small it'll just like have basically like a one note bass wonder and that's it mm. 
So the in-wall speakers are not really different in that regard. It's just that that frequency where that bass note is, yeah. is pushed up a little bit higher. So it may be like 100 hertz, you know, yeah. versus a, a, a crappy subwoofer box that would be at 50 or 40 hertz. So then all yeah. you just get is like a and it just resonates. Ugh. And you can use EQ to knock it down, but you have to have like really precise EQ. It's just weird. It just seems like it's a handicap design at the okay. beginning. And you probably pay extra because there's more weight, more wood. So it's just, okay, yeah. interesting. I think if you're going to build a house, that's probably the best way to do it is go ahead and find um, a speaker that maybe doesn't have a back box on it. <clears throat> and then maybe build your own just from the perspective of keeping it quiet on the other side of the wall. You know, but make it large, like super large, to basically where like the enclosure size wouldn't affect the performance of the speaker, but just that additional MDF or whatever you're using will stop sound from transmitting through that drywall on the other side of the wall. I think that would help. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. There you go. There you we go. have a super chat too. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get to the super chat? All right, yeah, just real quick. Chat. All right. Well, it's not real quick. Joe okay. hasn't watched the video. Hi, oh. Finest. Thank you so much for the super chat. Hey, guys, oh. you want to chime in on the recent content regarding setting speakers to large and LFE plus main, REL plus Shane. Any experience with this, and how do you protect your mains from being overdriven? REL plus Shane? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Shane that a did like a... setting in the AVR? Yes, it's a REL. Mm. It's like LFE plus main. What? Uh, Shane right. is the main. So I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the video. You want to chime well, so, in? Okay. So, so they... I, they just did it. He just did like an interview and then chopped it up. Okay. And so there's different. Um, one of them was about uh, no DSP. Remember? Oh, God. That was the dumbest video. So I, I watched it. Did you watch it, Joe? Nah, well, I don't know. It depends. If, is is uh, Tim going to make a short video out of this? Because no, <laughs> I don't want to cause any controversy. But I don't uh, agree with a lot of the stuff that's said. If, if that's oh, you saw it. it. I saw the no DSP one. Okay. I, didn't I was going to make a anymore. reaction video to it just because, like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at, 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 at one point, he does say that flat doesn't sound good. Okay, so, okay. Let me, okay, high finest, I'll address yours, but I want to address the no DSP thing. All right, and I, th I think I have already before. Rel subs seem to be catering towards people who don't have DSP to begin with. So if you're a two-channel guy and you don't like DSP, well, I I can see why somebody would want a REL speaker because it doesn't have DSP, right. doesn't have that added latency that comes with DSP. So that's probably more suitable. And if they designed it that way, I can see why somebody would want that. But and, now and if you're if talking about... running a two-channel system, like an integrated amplifier, there's no DSP, right? Yeah, no problem, right? Good. Buy, buy REL if you're going to do that, right? But if you're starting to talk about like home theater... We're talking about something different now because all your AVRs have room correction. Um, you know, you can easily get a mini DSP and a lot of these. I don't see a lot of home theater guys who are anti DSP. Right. Uh, in that case, you know, you he I think he said something. Yeah, it flat doesn't sound good. OK, um, for subs, because and he also said that you can make it perfectly flat, but it's not going to be flat in room. That is correct. Duh. Right? Yeah, we already know that. I mean, um, yeah. but nobody also, we also don't say, hey, make it, make the bass perfectly flat with the mid range and the treble. Nope. No, who does that? Nope. There's nobody does there, that. There's a house curve, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of built in. You, you run Dirac, it's going to put that house curve in there for you. So I don't agree with some of the, uh, you know, presumptions there that, oh, yeah, somebody's going to tune it to flat. Like, no, you're not going to tune it to flat. 
Uh, and it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I wouldn't want a sub that's all over the place. It's all peaky. Right. Because I'm going to have to correct that now. Yep. Yep. So it's better to start with something flat. I There's a lot of nonsense in that video, basically. Is the, I mean, and this is just a, a real true question. Is mm-hmm. the premise behind that, is the thought on their part that our, our subwoofers are so good that they don't need DSP. Is that the logic there that they're trying to convey? No, no, no. It's, it's what, what Joe was saying earlier about it. Um, you know, if you're whatever doesn't have DSP, then they're making something for that. He also says something about um, the start and the the start time and the stop time of the woofer. <laughs> Look at right. That. <laughs> what does that have to do with hey, DSP, though? All right, all right, he on. also says something about micro... Does he say it micro pistonic movement or micro? I can't remember now. And I was like, what are you talking? It says engineer at the bottom of his name, but it might as well just say like marketing was, guru was that, or something. Was that John Hunter? He's John Hunter or? Yeah, John Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't, man, that's just nonsense. Hey, it's just hey, flat John, out nonsense. Hey, you know, John Hunter, yeah. I, I know you're the owner, so you got to do what you got to do. Respect to you. No disrespect to, you know, the hustle right i understand if you're the owner of the company you got to do what you got to do but um i mean aaron has the capability of measuring a lot of this stuff um what's another thing he said so i don't care yeah no he probably doesn't. no i mean it's, we're talking about it so that's some it. of the stuff oh, that he said i was like if you're talking about like in the context of you know in the room versus mm-hmm. the speaker itself then depending on what you're talking about then one of those things may be true but it seemed to me like he was just saying, like he was talking about measurement people and DSP people. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're, I'm, you can't, it doesn't matter how perfect you think your speaker is by itself. Once you put it in a room, it's game over. Like you're going to have to correct for the response somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. So provide people with the ability to do that or just say you don't want to and, and be done with it. But I felt like it was a bunch of excuses for why they shouldn't do it. And almost mm-hmm. like a, the just audio file status of, we're going to say you don't need it because of these these things. And it's like, it's not even, it's nonsensical. I don't know. Well, I need said, to go back said, and watch. <laughs> he said something about uh, the black arts of, you know, the speaker design oh. or something. And, and I'm like, you know what? Well, I think we've known how to design subwoofer enclosures for a long time. You know, <laughs> we know the TS parameters and we know the I mean, proper I, I, enclosure size. We know a lot of this stuff. It's not that much of a mystery as far as that. I mean, okay. I'm, I want to put an end to it. Like, I, I, you know, I, I, I would say for their regular lines... Mm. cool no dsp but your specific home theater line the ht series yeah. why not run dsp those 15s i have up there you know joe was able to get them okay. down lower okay so so there I mean, it is right? i guess so it's you a have a philosophical thing is it well you have the predator what is it 1508 <laughs> okay yeah that's the, the name H-T, of the model right home H-T, theater ht no dsp okay so let's put an end to it right now okay well you had it uh, have you ever had them with no DSP? When you first I mean, got them, did you ever hook it up and just like didn't run DSP to see how they sounded? I mean, I I, I ran Odyssey. Okay, because I've measured them without any DSP, right? Mm-hmm. I saw how they measured, and then I did the DSP on top of it, right? I always joke like, oh, uh, Rel probably doesn't like what I'm doing. I'm DSPing their sub, right? But you're the you're the end user, Chana. Did you like it with the DSP or not? Yeah. 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 So better? Yeah, of course. No. It's, it, it, 
the hits hits harder, hits lower. Uh, music sounded great because I now the the time alignment for the sub, mm. for the subs and the in the what is that's why what that's why I switched that's why I switched from towers to bookshelves. Yeah, because the time alignment on the two subs were perfect with yeah. you know those towers. I was just like, oh, I don't need towers. And I got these subwoofers time aligned, and then went to the bookshelves. No looking back. Mm-hmm. I'm running and I think, DSP the whole time. Yeah, of course. And I think when they're talking about like slow, right? I think it's kind of a tricky way to say things because uh, when a sub does have DSP, it is slow in the fact that there's a delay, right? Because the, right. the DSP has to process the signal. So if you're going to use that on a system that can't add delay to the main speakers, I've said this many times, then it won't be in line, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're, what they're talking about when they're saying like, oh, ours is a fast sub. It's not that the actual sub itself is fast. It's just that it doesn't have added delay caused by the DSP. But in most home theater systems, we account for the delay anyway. So there's no slowness there. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So now, now what's this other thing? Okay. So I, I don't know. I don't know. What's I haven't seen this okay. video. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen this before. They said set the speakers to large LFE. We've already addressed this before, haven't we? Well, we address a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that he's seen the other, mm-hmm. you know. So okay. address it now. Okay. Let's go. Uh, wow, the brother just gave you ten dollars and you're like, hey, Yes, no, 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 no. Come on, man. What's up? No, 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 no. We're gonna go. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Let's so, go. I've so, never been uh, a fan personally of LFE plus main. My thought is let your subwoofer handle what it's designed to do, which is those lower frequencies. To me, my personal opinion, I don't see that. I've got six 12-inch drivers in my LCR, and I don't use LFE plus main. Mm. Just my opinion. And you could. I could, absolutely. I mean, mm. they don't dig super deep. I think they they measure down about 60 hertz. But even when I had other speakers in there that were more capable that dug deeper. I still didn't use LFE plus main. So, hmm. so uh, Reverend, Reverend Slim says LFE plus main can cause major cancellation issues. Is it in the video that's called directional bass? Is that the one? Do you guys know? I don't, know. know. I, don't, I, don't. I haven't seen it. Okay. I find it. So let me know if that's the one. Cause I don't think I see a whole lot on here. Other than I know, every, I know everybody's yeah. different. Some people like, and sometimes in your AVR, it's called double bass. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's called LFE plus main. Mm-hmm. So, well, from my understanding of how their subs work, correct me if I'm wrong, but they want that high level input also, right? Yeah. So they have they high level and high level and LFE. LFE. Mm-hmm. But only on certain subs. I don't think you can do high level on the home theater line. No, you mm-hmm. can't. No, that's that's yeah. that's for the I know other the lines. I I did a home theater tour with the the big ones, the H. I'm sorry, the two twelve. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah. they have two twelves active in the front, and then a twelve passive in the rear, and they had the line level input. But they're they're pretty high in subs as far as cost wise. I mean, if I were to guess, they do that. They recommend that because of the way that their subs are designed. Right? I don't. I think if you were to ask uh, John Hunter. Would you recommend doing LFE plus main with other subs? Maybe not. I don't know. I think it's more to accommodate their design and mm-hmm. the fact that they want the full range signal going to the sub in addition to the LFE. But I wouldn't recommend that. 
you know, because the question was also, how do you make sure that you don't overdrive your main speakers? Well, you, you can't. I don't they don't know what your main speakers are. Right. So when they're recommending that, how do you know I'm not using these like tiny THX satellite speakers that like barely, you know what I mean? Like you'd better cut those off at 80, 90, 100, 110 hertz. Otherwise, you're just going to get <laughs> super distortion and blow up your speaker. So, yeah, yeah, come on now. Nah. What's All next? Right. All right. Um, William asks, hey, guys, I relocated my um, AVR rack to a closet. He needs something to control his receiver. I used this. Look at that. Last purchase, January 22nd. It's 25 mm -hmm. bucks. It's in. It's oh. it's for multiple different. Uh, you, yeah. uh, you could do your entire everything, right? You yeah. put this one here with the red. That goes in a place where you can actually um, use your remote, and then like a blaster kind of thing. Or... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an IR repeater, mm -hmm. in, uh, IR repeater system. That's all. I've got something like that. I mean, yeah. probably, I mean, pretty much all the same thing. At those. Prices. That's cool. That that's cool. They make several of those. Like, like you got what five outs? That's pretty sweet. It's it's you got six outs, and each of these, each of them have two. Nice. Um, so you can control a total of twelve. Wow. It only comes with the one. Oh. IR receiver, although mm -hmm. it has space for three on the box here. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, maybe from the left side of the room, center <laughs> of the room, right side, yeah. or whatever. But it only, it only comes with That's the cool. one. But I, yeah. I've used this. Um, so I actually bought this um, twice because I couldn't find it, the other one. But remember when I had that stupid 100-inch roll-up screen, Joe? Remember that? Yeah. And uh, I, it, go, it goes in front of everything, so I couldn't control anything. So I got mm -hmm. one of these, and I put it on the very front of the yeah, um, nice on the bottom on the bottom of the roll-up screen cool. and i could control everything with that so yeah there it is man yeah. it's like 25 bucks just search a lot, IR, IR a, lot, repeater. a lot cheaper than my uh, harmony elite yeah yeah definitely. I, I actually use one of those my receiver is on the floor though but you can't see it because it's like tucked behind the grill cloth mm -hmm. but yeah. this yeah. is why he doesn't want to upgrade anything exactly set. right uh james asks hey chana are you getting the arc of the covenant I don't know what that means. Uh, but, Arkansas. Uh, I don't know. Are you buying the art? ARC. <laughs> That's a big boat. I know. I don't know. So you're, you're, you're definitely balling since you got that plaque behind you. Yeah. Oh. Balling. Robert Douglas. We stay fly. Joe, can you talk about the different power ratings of your OSD7 class C amp? He can, but he's not going to. Is it a can class I? C amp? No, it's a class H. H, isn't it? I thought so. Which is, uh, I can't explain, but I think it's yeah, class AB and they do some either. stuff, make it more like efficient, but it's actually a class AB amp. I don't know. Some of you guys could probably explain it better than I can. All I know is it plays loud and clean enough for this 20 by 20 by 9 foot space. Mm, I don't have like, you know, one of those test benches where I can actually see how much wattage is coming out. I, I kind of trust it though. Just because... Uh, I think other iterations of that amplifier module have been tested uh, by, I think Audioholics might have tested it a while back. And, you know, I trust that they're using a audio precision and I trust, you know, their measurements. So if it's along the same lines, and I think it is, you know, they're using the same stuff, but it's sharing the same transformer. So the more channels you add, the more it splits up. And so you get less power, which shows in their specs, right? The three channel has the most, five channels in the middle, seven channel has the least per yep. channel. So uh, it makes sense. 
what else? All right. Hey, I have um, a I have a quick question though, real quick, for Aaron. Do you think Do you think that for some of these folks who maybe aren't into measurements and things like that, do you think it takes away the fun? The fact Here, that look, like, this is what William said. Well, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why audio files hate measurements. I, I I started. Does it does it take away from the fun of discovery by any chance? Do you think? I don't know. I don't think. I actually had a guy reply the other day, and he's like. It was I can't remember how it was worded now, but it was something to the effect of like, you know, I appreciate the measurements, but basically like, but you're you're taking the fun out of it. And I was like, am I? Because if it weren't fun, I wouldn't be doing it. So I'm enjoying it. And then I've got X number of subscribers, which granted isn't a lot, you know, and I mean, it's it's growing. But mm -hmm. these people are kind of proof that other people enjoy it as well. Yeah. Right. So we all enjoy different things. Like I can tell you right now, I don't really enjoy watching somebody talk about they heard X, Y, or Z when all I need is just the data and I know exactly what I need, you know? So that it's, and it's not me dissing anybody. It's just saying like, we all come at this from different angles. Mm. We all find enjoyment from different aspects of it. So I don't understand how somebody could say you're taking the joy out of it when I'm doing something that I, that I enjoy. And if anybody else wants to watch, they can, they don't have to. Yeah. So. I, I, you know what I think? Hmm. I think a lot of these audiophiles think they, they have can't hear fucking ears. they can't hear they, no. they have magical i'm ears. telling you dude they cannot they, they, hear they don't know what the fuck they're talking about I'm, they I'm don't know what they're 100 on board with you man and i'm telling you like the more i do this stuff and i go back and look at other people's reviews and i'm like what are you talking okay. about all right so so you just reviewed not that long ago yamo s803 which yes. a lot of other reviewers hey guys real quick real quick look okay, at this okay can you see this shane, shane lee, lee. What is uh, it? Someone just gave me a heads up. He says, "Quote: John Hunter's opinion is his own and does not reflect those of Shane's." <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, hey. and let's Good make thing. it clear, Shane. I don't know you, but I was certainly not talking about you. I was talking <laughs> about John, and I understand that you were just interviewing the gentleman. I think what he was saying is a mostly BS. So I'm not talking about you, Shane. I'm talking about John. Hey, and you know, to John again. Hey, you know what? I, I think. I, I wouldn't want to dismiss everything, right? So I'm on? not quick to dismiss. Me. I don't care. So I think you just have to take it with a grain of salt. This guy's the owner of this company. He needs to sell subwoofers, right? His subwoofers. He's not trying to sell other people's subwoofers, right? Mm -hmm. So I just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, he's the owner of the company. He doesn't need... And they don't he, sell he anything do else. Job, it's right? just subwoofers, right? That's fine. He That's fine. It. But yeah. um, also, what I'm saying is also, I'm not discounting saying like, oh, never, ever run it, you know, LFE plus main. There might be a use case where maybe that maybe that sounds good. Maybe you have some giant speakers and uh, the the other speakers can kind of act as so, I don't know. But it seems like something I would do with DSP. But I don't know. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, so oh, going yeah. back to this, um, like People I can't, can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times, like when um, you know, back in the day, I was going with my dad. Like we, you know, my mom and dad were divorced. So weekends I spent with my dad and we went to all these, like there wasn't a whole lot of places to find uh Bang and Olufsen, Nakamichi and Macintosh. These were small places. Right. And then when we were going to find my first setup, when I was like, what, 14, you know, we were checking out these JBL speakers. We were checking out all kinds of different stuff. And we're going to these places and I'm like 14, you know, I've been playing piano for about six years you know, just started playing guitar and, you know, my dad's always been into all this music stuff. My dad plays the bongos and congas and all that kind of stuff. Uh, 
And I'm at the store and like, you know, we're just kind of looking around and just hearing the conversation of this guy at the store trying to sell this one dude. And then they listen to something. And then the, <laughs> the, the customer is like, oh, yeah, I do hear that. I hear this. This is a and I'm like, none of that was there, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, what are you hearing? And so I like 100%. I think a lot of these people think they have magic ears and they like hear this and they hear that and they hear the sparkles when they use the audio quest cables. And when the, the cable risers are used, they get, you know, more ABC, XYZ. <laughs> but I, you know, all right. I, that's why I always think, and I have 100% want to make a video about this. Yeah. But I think for and me, Reggie's at unsubscribing least, right now. I know. He's I out. think I think for me, um, <laughs> the word audiophile has a negative connotation. It to yeah. me, it's oh, it, it, yeah. it it means it's somebody that likes to spend money on audio gear but doesn't necessarily know what the fuck they're hearing. That so, that's what an audiophile is to me. Two two things. Could be two wrong, things. But. I think that for some people, they like the trial and error. Sure. Right. Instead of I don't want you to tell me. I don't want to see the objective measurements. I just want to try, see what happens. Try this other thing. See what. It gives them a reason to try different things, right? Sure. And so if you tell them objectively, like, oh, man, now I actually have to know stuff, you know? I have to understand how those graphs work and this and that. They don't um, have to. They can just let me explain it to them. Uh, yeah. You, you, now you're I mean, the gatekeeper, I, I'm, right? I'm saying that, well, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. But, I mean, that is what I try to do is explain, you know, what these measurements mean. But to me, it's also like, I don't know. I feel like if there were a perfect speaker, we would know it. So yes. you can have many different types of speakers that measure pretty close to great in their own aspects, right? But like, there's going to be different things that you may like a narrow versus wide radiation. You know, like, you know, you may like one or the other, or it may come down to looks of a speaker or design. There's going to be differences. You know, like I, I would say, like if the world was full of 100% perfect speakers, people are still aren't going to choose the same one. You know. If there's three different ones, people are going to choose between those three different ones. They're not going to all converge on the same one. The those uh, what was it? Those new Elacs, Joe? Those things yeah. measured fantastic, but the towers had absolutely no bass at all. Yeah, like, like, like these focals that I have, the bookshelves have more bass than yeah. the towers, but they don't measure as well. But Joe was it? Yeah, Joe other, was able to get them to measure perfectly. Otherwise, otherwise we'd all be wearing the same shirt, right? If there was an absolute yes. correct, you know what I mean? We'd all start converging. This is the shirt the to wear. Things. Right. So, um, you know, the other That's thing the I wanted to say, though, is because so many other people have reviewed the S803 prior. I reviewed it like three years ago, right? And other people oh, raving. Yeah. They're raving. Oh, my. Oh, oh, I, I, I can't. I don't even know. You know, they're just so amazed by the speaker. right? So I bought it. I bought the speaker um, issues with it. And I watched my review after watching your review, Aaron, oh, yeah. at the measurements. Yeah. I just want to make sure I'm like, I hope I wasn't one of those guys. And what did I say? If I went back, I said, it's a V shaped response. Yeah. You know? So I'm glad I have the measurements to make sure I wasn't full of crap. There's some stuff I said, it was a little bit cringy, but um, no, I'm sure we all do. <laughs> if I go back and look at some of them I did two years ago, I'm sure I'm doing the exact. I said thing. something about fast base. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, fast. Ugh, ugh. Oh. Yuck. See, we're all learning, what, right? We're what, all what learning. Speed, what speed was it traveling? It was it was pretty quick. It was, it was fast. Yeah, yeah. 45 45 miles an hour. Are we talking about yeah, it was quick. miles an hour. Quicker, quicker um, than most other bass. You know what I mean? Fast bass. <laughs> uh, oh, audio channel just asked, are there any products you guys like, even though you, you, they aren't objectively a good measuring mm -hmm. product? I just I just mentioned it. The Focal bookshelves, they are 
gorgeous looking speaker. They got leather, they got all this crazy like materials, and it looks great. Didn't measure the best, but but they were good at taking EQ. Mm. So or or DSP. So yeah. boom, like I know I I remember Joe. When, when did we start talking back in two thousand? Long time ago, man. Now, like how many times on the phone was, was I telling you? I'm like, dude, I I think if we just turn up the bass and turn down the treble a little bit, almost any or just fiddle with it, almost any speaker can sound good in almost any room. You just yeah. have to like play with the tone controls, and then right. you know those are just hidden so much these days that oh yeah, it's tough. I just need a. I just want a tone control on the AVR. Just give me that. I don't there want to go through fifty different screens. Oh, okay. You yeah. want to? There, there are. You want it on there. the buttons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, oh, right the on the front. I want the sliders. <laughs> right yeah. on the front. I, I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah. Um. um real, real quick though, uh, before we get way off the topic of the S eight hundred three, I I went and rewatched some of the other reviewers, and they were saying stuff that's opposite of what you're measurements and what my measurements actually showed and that's yeah. what that's where i uh i draw the line i'm like hold up a second you're saying they're this way and you're describing it in a very nice way very entertaining and mm -hmm. pleasing way the exact incorrect representation of what these speakers are actually doing and that's my issue right like they might have said it really smooth and it was you know nice b-roll whatever i don't know but yeah. or not chocolatey bass Chocolatey uh, bottom chocolate end, is, but you can't be saying the wrong things. There's when it comes to how the tonality of the speaker, there's kind of like I don't know how you can debate that, right? Yeah, if somebody will say, Oh, it depends on the room. It's like, I mean, to an extent, but a good speaker is a good speaker, regardless of what you, room you put it in. Like a bad speaker is going to vary from room to room more than a good speaker will. But then mm -hmm. there's also like setup aspects too. Like, you know, for all I know, this guy that says this thing had great bass. You know, where I'm like, it doesn't have any bass. And he's like, oh, it has tons of output. And he maybe had right right next to the wall. Yeah. But he doesn't mention that. So that's the other thing, too, is like, you know. Oh, well, what Danny Just say Richie's how says, you're listening to him. He's got the perfect <laughs> review oh, yeah, And no one else <laughs> does. I would so, like to see what that room that looks too. like. There's that, too. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, random, anyway. hey, random and random, totally unrelated audio. But I don't uh, know if you guys will be able to see this. I mean, how, oh, yeah, you can. All right, see how toward the back. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. The thread, the thing, thing is stripped. Okay. Right here, see all those are stripped. Uh huh. And these are not. Uh huh. All right, here's the handle. Uh -huh. So this is from a boom that I bought. It's a hundred and fifty dollar newer. How we pronounce newer. this? Newer. Newer yeah. boom. Newer. Okay. I've had it for three months, and this stupid bolt stripped out. So they're going to get an email from me and be like, guys. I mean, I know I can go to the hardware store. That's that's. It's a ninety cent product. Good luck. But it's you. still good luck still getting annoying. them to respond. I know. I just want them to know that they need to like figure something out. <laughs> hey, they sent me a new light when it. Well, yeah. that thing yeah. caught on fire, so that's a little just bit. <laughs> yeah, this is just a strip nut. So yeah, or a strip bolt. So they were like, <laughs> be, be, "Yeah, sir, you should have yeah, cross it. Fixed this, yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, "You cross threaded," and we're like, "Dude, it never. This is the first time it came out because it <laughs> fell out." They're like, "They're like, was it difficult to screw on when you first did it?" No, it, it, it came attached. Bit? It came attached. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did get a, a speaker recently, and unfortunately, I'm, I think I'm going to have to send it back because I'm. I think I'm just not going to be able to test it. Um, but it's like a Kickstarter company that reached out to me, and mm. they is said, it the "You know, the, one? it's the big orb. It looks like it's from the yeah, 70s, yeah, 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 dude, with the AMT tweeter yeah. on it." <laughs> you it's got actually, it right? it's actually kind of cool, but <laughs> but the remote doesn't work with it, 
And they're like, I'll send you a video on how to use a remote. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But it still doesn't work. Rock, rockers to here. Aaron oh, is dude. making me laugh. He's going Karen on a bolt like somebody <laughs> complaining about measurements. Dude, I paid I paid $150 for this thing. I don't I don't need a bolt to strip out within three months. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It's not like I use this thing daily. I use it maybe like once a week. It's just frustrating. Yeah. I like how he's using the he's using his platform. Look at him. He's flexing he's, he's, on this company. He's, 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 yeah. he's like, you no, know they're not going to know. And it's like a they're budget not. lighting company. It's like, it's not like, no, it's they're not going to know. I'm not going to say, you know who I am. I'm just going to email him and be like, look, guys, your bolt strip. That's ridiculous. You guys pay stop. for the good say. stuff, bro. Send pay me like the good stuff. Send me like 30 bolts for every time they strip out and I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. All right. James asks, hey, Chana, is the RCAM with HDMI 2.1? Um, I have the RCAM with HDMI 2.1. It's the AVR 11. I have not tested it out with the Xbox yet. So um, like I said, I, I haven't put it anywhere. It's too much going on right now. Um, Moshin asks, uh, what is the best way to calibrate your projector? Uh, any recommendations? Ooh. Right, no, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I, uh, yeah. I hire a professional. I gave him three things. I said, hire a professional. <laughs> I said, or you can buy some expensive equipment and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you can buy something that's inexpensive, like a Spider X. It's going to allow you to calibrate certain parts of it, but it's not the best for other parts. Yeah. So, and when he says spend some money um, for me and I got a discount, it was like $2,500. Yeah. yeah. It's a um, lot. Well. So, and then you need, some... and that's without the software. And I also got a reviewer's. Yeah. thing because the software is like three thousand a year or something like that so the hardest thing to me about calibrating a projector especially with a, a projector that has a bulb um i've got a friend of mine that he has his own equipment he's got nice equipment he's i would consider him as a very knowledgeable calibrator he calibrates his projector every 400 hours that doesn't sound like a whole lot of time that sounds but, like a lot of yeah but here's the thing because and this is what it tells me is that your projector is constantly changing because mm, of the bulb right, is constantly of the bulb. getting okay. dimmer. So is it better to have a laser? Maybe maybe go out and and the, if, if you get a laser projector, then the get the calibration. Right. Uh, get the calibration. That will stay longer. Maybe I would think so. Okay. Um, would Would you say also, Michael, that mm -hmm. some projectors make the calibration easier? Because I know yours has some kind of like auto stuff, mm -hmm. right? Correct. So that is yeah. JVC has auto cal. But it's not like you just hit a button and it calibrates it. You still have to have software. You still have to have um, oh, hardware. Dude, the, the auto calibration on some of these, like, you know, for like Sony TVs, LGT, oh, God awful. It takes so long. It takes so long. Like, I, I could do it faster manually, but it's not easy. It's, yeah. it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, quick side note when it comes to projector, <clears throat> projector calibrations. Uh, did you see the projector shootout thing that they did? Yeah, we did one. Oh yeah, yours, but uh, ultra short throw one that the guys oh, at yeah. forgot. I thought you were talking about the, the one that they're doing. Oh, the one at um the, the same the value electronics ones that we're one? doing. Uh, I think that's another one. But they okay. re another group of guys oh, did projector. an ultra short throw. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they did all these projector. different ultra short throws, uh, single laser, triple yeah. laser. You know which one was the highest rated? And these <laughs> are experts, right? Like people mm -hmm. who write for you know. Uh, the BenQ that I use, the yeah. V7050i, yeah. it's like one of the less expensive ones. It's not a triple laser, mm -hmm. but it was just calibrated very well out of the box. And if you're, you know, unless you're spending a lot of money, you you may not get it calibrated, right? Did they Probably. calibrate them though? Um, I think they did. Yeah, because most people say like, if you don't calibrate them, I don't, 
like what's the point of doing a comparison well, even I out of the box i spoke with phil jones about it mm-hmm. and uh he runs what is it projector review yeah and he goes you know what they should do they should do two tests right out of the box for the people like me mm-hmm. i'm not going to calibrate this thing right sure yeah so what's the performance out of the box versus what's the max performance when you spend five yeah. hours calibrating it right mm-hmm. yeah those are two separate tests two different things yeah i agree yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good uh, question too that's one that i was asking a couple weeks ago i think like you know does it make sense to get like save i don't know like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks and use that money toward calibration or do you get something like pay up more because you assume that it's better you know what i'm saying like so mm-hmm. yeah. i think that's similar to like should I spend less on a speaker that may not perform as well in a measurement, but I can EQ it because you of can directivity? EQ, yeah. Yeah. Which one should I get? What's the best value? You know, I mean, it's a yeah. valid question. Yeah. I think that would be a good thing for you to show uh, another video. Is like, what's it's the coming. least expensive EQable speaker? Right. Oh, like, that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was going to do a video on like what it means to be able to EQ, and then another one was going to be kind of like a recap on like what good measurements look like. You know, yeah. just. Stuff I've already covered, probably, but maybe it couldn't hurt to kind of cover again. But yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. I'll have to recycle. try to remember to write that one down. Yeah, I feel like every once in a while you probably got to just from new for new people coming in. And yeah, yeah. All right. What else we got here? Anything else? Or yeah. We start wrapping up soon. Yeah, no. Strip. Uh oh. Uh oh. Chana, did uh, you see Mike, this? Chana. It's more, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Chana, did you see? Did you see? Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Look at hold this. Up. Did you? Can you believe this? What? Who makes that? Who oh, makes that cool. thing? Newer? Cool. Is that from newer? Oh, oh that's despicable. Hey. His watch lasts longer than the bolted. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, right. I'm Mike. Mike says I'm waiting for the next AVRs from Onkyo <laughs> for some Dirac and Oro, some wishful thinking. You know, mm. I was thinking maybe in the their king next of wishful their thinking, step, their step up. Right, because right now the five hundred five uh, Pioneer has Dirac and it's like thirteen or sorry fifteen hundred dollars. If they were to add Oro, um, I would say they'd probably bump it up to like two grand, maybe mm. the seven hundred five or whatever their number thing is. I don't know, but who knows? Did Mike? Did you? Did he say that you were getting a? a I'm Pioneer getting a, or an yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna Pioneer. I think it's the five hundred five. Okay. Now it's kind of interesting because I was told that they will, it will allow you to choose either the macaque, I guess. That's <laughs> it, it, true. Or yeah. the rack live. So that's yeah. kind of interesting. No, I, I have that. I have that pioneer here. Why so are you able, how are you options? able to? How are you able to do one or the other? So when I've you press, never heard when you press of uh, the setup button, mm-hmm. you have three options. The middle one is to run macaque. That's right. Interesting. But they give you the option of what you want to use. Right. And then so that so, tells you um, that Pioneer really doesn't believe in their software. Yeah. Well, they they paid extra to license this other one. Why not? Why so, not? Why not? They should have just dumped the other one though. Yeah. Just yeah. just give it up. Know. Just give it up. Well, you maybe I mean? if if you don't want to actually download the app on your phone or your, the Dirac app on your phone or your laptop, and then then there you go. If you don't want to do that, then you can just run the macaque. Oh, okay. Yeah, options, yeah. I guess. You have, yeah, yeah, you, you have, have options. Michael, if um, you if you review that with a uh, my cat, <laughs> I was laughing with, the, with Dirac, ah. right? That's Dirac, right? Yeah, it has Dirac. And if you if you say oh, I couldn't really hear too much of a difference, I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't get what's going on here. How do you yeah, not hear a difference? You're gonna question my hearing. Yes. 
Your hearing is terrible. <laughs> there it is. There hey, it is. Uh, I'm curious. Well, before we go, I need to mention this too. So, like when don't tell me the bolt when this when this bolt stripped out no <laughs> did you take them out you took them out of <laughs> look and it's like Aaron in timeout there we go <laughs> look it got all inside <laughs> they got on my finger look it's on my finger it's funny if you block you uh, it's all the bolt dust. Gets anyway, on the high uh, show. So I was thinking about this, Joe. You were Yo. saying like uh, when I'm going to run the Dirac Live with base um, control. Manager. Yes. Um, it, since my subs are in one spot, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Well, yeah. I realize I do have that other subwoofer, the um, the THX the one, the Miller yeah. and Chrysler one. I could yeah. just put that to this side. Instead yeah. of splitting up, and then it'll run all three, right? There you go. One off of the left, one off the right, or yeah. subwoofer for one, subwoofer for two. I like yeah. that. Yeah, well, I'll do yeah. that then. I'll do yeah. that. I'll mess around with that. But I still, I, I mean, the R cam's still just right here. Huh? I, I gotta, I gotta remove the denon and make sure that my wife can turn on the TV. Otherwise, all hell will break loose if she can't just turn on the TV. <laughs> Which is why the Yamaha has been sitting in the closet for so long. Because that thing's pain in the butt. Anyway, um, is that is that it? I think that's it. I think we answered uh, a bunch of questions. Time out. Time, yes, time out. <laughs> it was a Casio. Yes. Yes, it Eric, is. Yes, Eric it is. Eric, bling, bling. I got one. I got Tim. You got one coming, bro. Every I'm time just, I come I around my city, bling, bling, bling. Pinky ring worth about 50, bling, bling. Every time I buy a new ride, bling, bling. Lorenzo's on Yokohama ties, bling, bling. Yeah. Uh, what y'all know Take about that? Any if anybody out there knows that, I will give them a pair of Elac speakers. Oh, <laughs> not really. No, I really won't. I'm just kidding, I, dude. I was <laughs> trying to give away but some Elac speakers. I've got dust. Friend, uh, I just couldn't. It couldn't. It wouldn't. Aaron even. rethinking his life choices. Yeah. True. Bolt you. Yes. Somebody's mm -hmm. gonna true voice a reason said he's gonna have to. You're a nut, Aaron. Bolt. No. This is this would be the nut. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you. So much for hanging out with us. This uh, is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, my name is Chana. With me, as always, we've got Joe, Hot Aaron, Boys, and Mike. Hot Boys? Hot Boys. Yeah, that was the name oh. of the group. Oh, Eric Cash got it. <clears throat> what did he win? Did he Cash win Money Spear? Cash Money Records, y'all? No, he didn't. I wish he did, but he didn't. Hey, send him the bolt. Oh. Just send him the bolt. Send it. Eric. Send me an email, and he I'll send you. A bolt. I'll send you a signed, signed bolt. Be like E H, <laughs> right on it. That's about as jacked as Aaron is. Uh, anybody seen the gym? Sorry, right, I'll check it out. All right, take us out, Chano. What are you guys in the after show? By the way, I've ruined it for you. Oh mercy! <laughs> Sorry, Chano. Love you. Oh good. So good. We'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to become a patron. Patreon.com slash daily high fi. And uh, we're going to jump into the after show right now. For those of you that are not patrons, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Have Ladies a terrible one. Hope it sucks.